The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers, to achieve their potential, and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. This is Ken and Cheryl with uh, Dr. Mark Goulston, executive coach and author of Just Listen, Discover the Secret to Getting Through to Absolutely Anyone. And you'll be amazed at some of the techniques that we're going to talk about today. And uh, this is just really a wonderful day. It uh, almost feels like spring is already here. I know it's spring vacation for a lot of uh, folks. And so if you've got someone, a good, good friend or family member that's not listening in today, be sure to um, share the archive with them because it's going to be a very revealing program. Well, communications is one of the most important skills in life unless you live in isolation uh, to get anything done, to work effectively, and to live in peace and happiness, you need to communicate with others. Communications are usually two-way. There is the message given and the message received. Seems simple, but we have all experienced the results of messages unheard or misinterpreted or blocked. Today's guest is a veteran psychiatrist and business coach who learned the secret of effective communication as a hostage negotiator. If you have ever felt like a hostage to poor communications, you will want to listen in for new approaches that will enable you to get through to just about anyone. Well, before we get started, I want to remind everyone that we've developed seven free videos to help you transform your career. Just go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com to access them. Now, let's give a brief introduction to Dr. Mark Goulston. He's a business advisor and coach, trained as a clinical psychiatrist who honed his skills as an FBI police hostage negotiation trainer. Dr. Goulston works with leaders, managers, and salespeople to more effectively get through to people by becoming better listeners. He's the best-selling author of five books, including Get Out of Your Own Way at Work and his latest, Just Listen, Discover the Secret to Getting Through to Absolutely Anyone, which has been selected by one of the, as one of the top 30 business books of 2010 by Soundview Executive Summaries. He writes the nationally uh, Tribune-syndicated um, career advice column, Solve Anything with Dr. Mark. He blogs for Fast Company and is frequently called upon to share his expertise with national and world media. Uh, he's um, also with the former head of Marines, um, co-CEO of a hands-on proactive program to help returning soldiers successfully transition to civilian life. And we're very excited, Mark, that you're involved in that initiative and so glad to welcome you back to our show. Oh, I'm so glad to be back and uh, I'm, I'm thrilled uh, anytime I get to talk with you and uh, to your audience. 
Wonderful. Well, Mark, um, Ken Dawson here. I just wanted to uh, welcome you, but also welcome all of our not only active military, but veterans all over the world, men and women who are protecting us uh, in every way they can. Um, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who uh, are listening and many of you who are active or veterans uh, know how critical it is that we support our military in every aspect possible. And, uh, Mark, I know you'll join Cheryl and I in welcoming our uh, audience, uh, our active military and veterans and uh uh, I know you share our thoughts and prayers with them in terms of uh, staying safe uh, and uh, wishing them well all over the world. Absolutely. We'll do another show on that one. Absolutely. All right. We will. We'll do that indeed. Well, you presented some excellent insights from your book, Get Out of Your Own Way at Work, in your last interview with us, Mark. Gosh, I think it's about a year ago now. A lot of the difficulties we have in dealing with people arise from our own behaviors, uh, we learn specific strategies to change and uh, change the behaviors that are counterproductive to the results we seek. And if uh, any of our listeners miss that show, we encourage you to listen to the archive. In this book, Just Listen, Mark, you present techniques to help us be more compelling to break down walls that keep us from getting through to people with our message. And often we blame our... Um, the other person that we're trying to get through for a, a difficult communication, why is it that that's not a very helpful approach? Well, part of the reason I wrote Just Listen, I, I had this realization a few years ago when, I, when my modem wasn't working on my computer. And I realized, you know, when your modem gets overloaded on your computer, what do they tell you to do? They tell you to unplug it, power it down, let it rest, uh, uh, reconnect it, power up, and reboot. And I, and I had this idea. I think all most people in the world are like overloaded modems. I mean, they can't get new inform. They can't take in new information because they're overloaded. And then I thought, well, what happens when people's minds are overloaded? Uh, well, you give them a day off, you give them uh, maybe a mental health day, and now they're getting furloughed from their jobs, which is a whole other story. Uh, but then I think what happens is when they come back to work, they immediately get overloaded again with other people's demands, other people giving them orders, their own sense of uh, uh, what they feel overly responsible for. And then I thought, wow better than just giving them a rest, why not listen to them? You know, because they're overloaded by, because they're listening to everyone else in the world and they have no place to think. And so uh, part of my 30 years uh, as a clinical psychotherapist and then a hostage negotiation trainer, I mean, what all of those experiences had in common is that when you listen deeply to people, not not just even about the conversation you're having, but about what's really going on. Um, people pause and then they lean into that, and they feel so grateful. I mean, it's fascinating. If you have a conversation with someone and you're talking about something, you get a sense that it's not going anywhere. Rather than trying to convince them more, if you were to pause and from a caring place inside yourself. If you were to say, what's, what's really going on? 
And they might say, well, you know, uh, we, we've had to do some cutbacks and we're downsizing. And if you can persist and say, yeah, but what's really going on? And what, if three questions into that, people will say, I hate firing people. I hate laying people off. Uh, and some of these people are going to have trouble getting another job. And, and it's fascinating when you can listen deeply like that. The other person... Um, we'll talk more about this later, they don't just vent, they exhale. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, you can feel that they're opening, that the conversation suddenly opens up. And Mark, what is so critical about what you're saying, and again, I'm going to tie it back into not only those uh, in companies who are frustrated perhaps, or employers listening, but many of our listeners are unemployed. Many of our listeners are listening to uh, negativism, uh, what was made, chicken little, sky has fallen, uh, unemployment is up. But what we say to these people, and we would like to emphasize here and get your input in, is it is so critical that you do the best job possible. And in our book, Job Search, a Total System, which, Mark, we know you have read and, and reinforced all the time, is, is all about nothing more than beating your competition. The way to keep your job is to do an excellent job or an outstanding job and beat your competition at every step. And if you follow our system with all ten chapters and do an A-plus part of every chapter, <clears throat> you not only will retain your position, but even in these tough economic times will be promoted and earn much more not only for yourself but your entire family. Again, tying it into military. So many of our military families individuals overseas, the mother who with two children is over here and she's struggling so much because she just doesn't have the skills, abilities, and talents to make it happen. But so many of what she has inherently can be applied to an outstanding job if she simply follows the skills, abilities, and talents that we all teach them. Your thoughts? Uh, you know, I think your book, uh, and you didn't pay me to say this, I think it is possibly the best book uh, that I've seen, you know, for helping people uh, uh, in their careers and job search. Uh, but I think when people are already overloaded, sometimes you need to create the mind space for them to take in all that wonderful information. And if people who are listening are looking for jobs, if I said, if I asked them collectively, what's really going on? Initially, they'd say, well, I've had trouble finding a job, uh, trying to put my resume together. And then if I asked again, yeah, but what's really going on? They might say, well, it's been kind of long, and I'm getting kind of nervous. And, and then if I said it a third time, come on, what's really going on? A lot of them would say to me, I don't know if I'm ever going to work again, and I am scared stiff. And, and see if we can just let that moment open up and, and let them breathe. Um, and, and then if I, if I followed up and said, uh, well, how scared are you? Some of your listeners will say, I'm terrified. And then if uh, we just let them breathe and say, have you ever been terrified before in your life and then you got through it? Some of them will start talking about times in their life that they never thought they'd get through, and then they'd start to realize, wow, I got through cancer. I got through you know, one of my children being really sick. Wow, I got through being laid off seven years ago. Tell me about that. And as they start to tell us the story of having gotten through awful times, they've, they've freed up their brain 
they remember that they can get through things because they already have, and that's when they have the wherewithal to take your book and your wonderful uh, tools and put them to work. But if, but if you can follow my drift, if their mind is just filled with fear and, and they just can't say, say the word, uh, but they keep uh, pushing back with, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, um, they're not resistant. They're overwhelmed. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And, and that is why what you're saying is absolutely so critical. But uh, let me use an exact, uh, example. You know, people go to church on Sunday and they hear a wonderful sermon. It's motivational, inspirational. They feel so good. They walk out and they say, well, now what do we do? And it's kind of the same thing. It, what you're saying is exactly right. And, and like you, I volunteer with so many veterans, oftentimes who are sitting there saying, you know, boy, you know, I just came back from Iraq and people don't understand my military skills and how they play in the civilian environment. It's so critical that they truly understand that um, this is what's actually going on and what's really going on, but that they understand also that they must have a systematic approach to getting not only better job, better company, better pay, but doubling, tripling, quadrupling. And, and most people hear that and it goes from one area through the other. But, you know, instead of a job or just go get anything, what we're saying is do your homework, study, do an A-plus job, and you'll be amazed at how successful you will be if you simply follow the system to the letter. And, 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 I, and I agree with you. I, I, I think what it is is, you know, how, you know, as a former Marine, you, you have to stage uh, your, uh, we're going to do this after the, after the break, I have a feeling. All right. Well, we've had some interesting topics brought up, and we're going to give you some techniques that will help you to uh, achieve better communications with the people you care about the most. And even if you're in a job search, how you can listen to the others that have uh, opportunities for you but don't understand how you fit. So when we return, we'll get into more of these strategies. Stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Dr. Mark Goulston, uh, executive coach and author of Just Listen, Discover the Secret to Getting Through to Absolutely Anyone. And we've really talked about the secret already, Mark, in that we need to listen. We need to listen to others and not just to the surface talk, but allow them to get down to what's really bothering them or what's really concerns them or really what is in their heart. And you state that it's possible to reach anyone, even the most impossible and unreachable. What makes your your approach to getting through to all kinds of resistant people so successful and unusual? Well, I think um, my approach, um, which which is... And my book just puts together how to do it. Um, it, it's, my approach is exactly what works when any of us can remember times when a mentor or a caring boss or coach uh, helped us. And if you, uh, and if I were to ask you to think of mentors, uh, there will be times when you will say that the most meaningful times I had with them is not so much what they told me. It's how they listened to me and cared about me. And it's interesting, you know, I'm thinking of an anecdote in the book in which I was meeting with the head of a company, that was, and it wasn't easy to get a meeting with him. He was a big footballer type of guy, and I'm there uh, in, in, seated with him, and, I, and it's clear that the last thing he wants to do is meet with me. He's not looking at me. He looks agitated. And I can be fairly confrontational. Uh, I don't think I'm hostile, but I'm direct. And I looked at him, and I said, uh, Hey, how much time you got for me? 
And he looked up suddenly with a look that said, I think you got about 30 seconds, uh, guy. And he said, what? I said, yeah, look in your, look in your calendar. How much time you got for me? And I could see he was going to throw something at me. And he looked and he, uh, and he said, 20 minutes. And I said, you know, we're into minute three. And, there's, uh, and I think what we're about to talk about is worth your undivided attention. And you can't give it to me because there's something else in your mind. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. Let's stop now. Uh, and we'll either reschedule this or you never have to see me again uh, because I've been so rude. But take the next 16 minutes and make a call and take care of whatever's on your mind because it's not fair to uh, me. It's not fair to other people that you'll see today. It's not fair to you. Just take care of it. And he looked at me and he paused and then he started to tear up. And I thought to myself, geez, you know, I, I thought I was going to leave my psychotherapy back in my psychotherapy office this making grown men cry i said to myself i can't keep doing this out in the world and i said what's going on and he said uh you know um there is something on my mind and i'm very private and you know something that people 25 yards from us don't know my wife's having a biopsy and it looks like awful news and she's stronger than me and she said you go to work and i'm here but i'm not really here and so you're absolutely right. You know, and then I said, hey, I'm real sorry, and maybe you should be with her. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should just go there. And he looked at me, and then, and, uh, uh, and then he shook himself, kind of like a St. Bernard dog coming in out of the rain, and went, and, and, and then he straightened himself up, and he said, you know, I'm not as strong as my wife, but I am strong. I served two tours in Vietnam. Uh, and, and, buddy, you've got my undivided attention, and you've got your full 20 minutes. So what happened there is um, I, I didn't just listen to him transactionally. Uh, I knew that there was something else going on underneath it all. Um, and that's what a lot of my book is about, is that you don't want to take people on, quid pro quo, get into a debate with them, uh, my view is um, to be forgiving of most people who are just flawed. Don't be forgiving of evil. But evil, you know, fortunately there's not that much evil people in our lives. Everyone else is just flawed. And you got to, in, instead of getting into debates with them, know that if they're being tough with you, it's because someone has just bitten their head off. And, and know that. And I think that's something that we all do is that we get so involved in, um, uh, you know, whatever is on our plate that we we fail to take time to listen to the other person. And uh, we cross our lives uh, cross constantly uh, just involved in tasks and doing, 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 and the listening never gets done. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's where I get into a little of the... Uh, I, I think the book is highly readable. I hope it is. And, it is. And, and, and I think it's an easy read. Uh, there's probably one area of jargon uh, uh, that I think is worth understanding. And there's a term that I've come up with called mirror neuron receptor deficit. That's a big mouthful. But uh, what mirror neurons are, it's a part of our brain that was discovered in the early 80s in macaque monkeys. And it's a part of our brain uh, that when we uh, when we see someone doing something, 
it causes us to imitate them. So when someone else yawns, we yawn. Uh, it's also a part of our brain that when we visualize hitting a golf ball or a tennis ball, that part of our brain actually thinks we're doing it. And then when we actually do the action, that part of our brain is activated. What's, what's important to know about this is it's thought that this part of our brain is what's responsible for imitation, learning, and empathy. And when there's something defective about it, it may be the place where autism takes place because autistic individuals can't mirror, can't connect with social cues. Now, what my observations are for 30 years is that uh, when we're conforming to the outside world, uh, when we're mirroring the outside world to do what it wants us to do, all the time we want the outside world to mirror us. So the more you care and take care of others, the more you have a desire for the... uh, for someone in the world to care about you, and that's what I call a mirror neuron receptor deficit. And when someone cares about us, that's one of the reasons we cry with kindness. When someone mm-hmm. tunes in and says, you okay? Uh, often we will, we will cry because in that moment that we feel cared about by the outside world, especially if it's unsolicited caring, we feel connected. We feel complete. We don't feel alone. And so if you can know that and, uh, and keep that uh, in mind when you're dealing with people and then find a way to go and mirror them, and by mirroring them, that means going underneath what you're talking about on the surface, kind of what I did with that uh, business leader when I said, hey, there's something going on that's more important than meeting with me. Uh, why don't you kick me out and take care of it? And just that caring got to him, and he started to cry. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark, well, you, we could talk about this forever, but uh, just a quick aside, uh, and again, we have so many examples of these, but for our listeners, uh, many of you know that um, in Houston, what we do is meet with veterans and get a lot of their feedback, and it's basically a listening drill. And years ago, Cheryl and I uh, listened to a POW from World War II. Brilliant. We invited the men and had him sit in front of other veterans. And his wife came up and said, now you have to understand, my, wa- my husband has never talked about this. In 55, 60 years, he's never, ever talked about this. We sat, he and his wife, at the table of honor, went around the room and did about 25 veterans talking about their experiences. And the only rule was speak from the heart. Say whatever you want to say and speak from your heart. And it's amazing what they came out with. And this POW at the end, his wife said, oh, he'll never say anything, said, well, I'm going to break a rule that I uh, have I've never spoken about this. And so, but I mean for 45 minutes to an hour, he brought up things he had never, ever talked about in his whole life simply because these veterans spoke about so many things that were critical to him. And he owed it to his buddies who never made it back just to speak for them because they couldn't speak for themselves. That's exactly what you're saying. And, and I'll bet after he spoke, I'll bet he, I'll bet he seemed 30 pounds lighter. Absolutely. Absolutely. 60 years of guilt that all of a sudden was off his chest. You know, you talk, uh, Mark, about mirroring uh, the emotions, and they may not even be related uh, to you as as the listener, but what about when you're dealing with those folks who may have negative emotions, even anger towards you, and you want to 
change their mind or you want to get them into a new mindset, uh, how do you get to a different part of of the brain? I know it's it's all about where they're operating from. Well, there's a uh, an approach I have which I call walking people. You know, to calm people down, you need to walk them up their brain. Uh, and there's there's actually three parts of our brain. There's the lower reptile fight or flight acting out part of our brain, uh, and then the middle part of our brain is our mammalian emotional brain, where a lot of our feelings, uh, you know, uh, overwhelm us. And then the upper part of our brain, which often doesn't have much control, is our thinking human brain. And so uh, one of the things I suggest is that when, uh, when someone comes at you and they're angry, um, uh, hold a little bit of yourself back. Imagine that even if what they're saying verbally is aimed right between the eyes, picture it going over your shoulder, because if it's hitting you between the eyes, you're going to just react and it's going to get into a debate that goes nowhere. And then... Uh, let them vent a little bit, uh, but when they pause to breathe, what you say to them is, this is much too important for me to not heard exactly what you said, and this is what I heard. When you use the word important, that often calms people down because most people get angry because they feel the world has treated them as if they're unimportant. And then when you repeat back what they said, that forces them to listen to you, and that slows them down. Listening is going to be much slower for them than venting. And then you repeat that back and say, look, you know, I don't want to take a chance of misunderstanding you because it's really important that I heard what you said exactly. And you repeat it back, and then uh, you say, is that right? If they say no, then you listen to them again, and you repeat it back. And then what you want to do is, so, so that's, that's a way of slowing them down by causing them to listen. Then you want to calm them down, and one of the ways to do that is in the middle brain, calming them down emotionally. Research shows that when you get someone to put uh, the exact feeling word to what they're feeling, it calms down their middle brain. And so if you then say, uh, and the way this situation is making you feel is, is it frustrated? Is it angry? Is it uh, fed up? Uh, Exactly what is it? And when you and you get them to say the word, and they might say something uh, really ticked off, uh, and and then if you were to uh, again help them to exhale, go from venting to exhaling, exhaling and saying uh, uh, how ticked off, scale of one to ten, and then if they say eight, well in your mind's eye you can see that they're they're getting it really off their chest. Uh, and so you want to stay in that area a little bit to help them exhale. <clears throat> then you want to shift them up into their upper brain. And so you want to ask questions like why. So, and why it's important for us to solve this right now is because, mm. uh-huh. And, uh, and what... Now you've got them thinking and also it. listening with the part of the brain that can actually solve the issue rather than their emotions. Well, that's a very powerful lesson for all of us. And when we get back from break, we're going to get into more of the communication skills that will help you improve your relationships and your performance. So stay tuned.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're with Dr. Mark Goulston, and we're talking about just listen. Discover the secret to getting through to absolutely anyone. And in the last segment, Mark, you talked about how we can overcome. Um, the emotions of someone else who's being irrational and perhaps angry. And you actually cover nine core rules in the book of getting through to anyone. Why is controlling our own irrational reactions first and foremost among those? Well, because if the more irrational and the more we're reacting from our fight-or-flight brain, you know, the less we're thinking, the more hasty we are, and probably the less constructive we are. You know, when you're in an airplane and they're talking about using the oxygen masks, they always say, put it on yourself before you put it on your child, because if you're in a panic, you're not going to be able to help your child. 
And uh, one of the chapters, uh, in terms of the, the first of the nine core rules, is moving yourself from O, there's kind of an expletive there, from O, mm. fill in the blank, to OK. And the idea being is that, you know, when, when we hit a wall, when we're upset, we internally say that O expletive. Um, and then, uh, and that's usually when we're reacting. Um, and uh, that's what I call the reaction phase. And then usually after we say that, if you take a few deep breaths, uh, and, and that's when you're thinking, this is a disaster. Uh, you, know, I, I, you know, what the heck just happened? I can't fix it. Everything's all over. Take a few breaths. And then uh, the next phase is, oh, God, maybe G-A-W-D. Uh, and that's the release phase. And that's when you're saying, oh, oh my God, this is a huge mess. I'm going to get stuck with cleaning it up. This stuff always happens to me. Take a couple deep breaths. Let them go. And then the next thing is, oh, jeez. And that's the recentering phase. That's when you're saying to yourself, okay, I can fix this. It's not going to be fun, but I can do it. Take a few deep breaths, let them out, and then you go, oh, well. And that's the refocusing stage. And that's what's going, what's going on in your head is I'm not going to let this ruin my life or my career. Uh, and here's what I need to do right now to make it better. And then the final thing you say to yourself is, okay. And that's the reengage phase. And that's when you say, okay. I'm ready to do this now. And, and the point is, we kind of go through those stages, and what this chapter teaches you is that if you practice that, you can do it rather quickly. Uh, and in fact, uh, all star athletes, they, one of the things that helps them succeed is not how well they do, but how quickly they recover uh, when, they're, when they're slightly derailed. Uh, the best golfers in the world are not the ones that go birdie, 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 birdie. Um, they're the ones who <clears throat> can go double bogey birdie. You know, the, the, the worst golfers go double bogey, bogey, bogey par because it takes them too long to recover. Mm -hmm. so, so that's why the first step is probably the most important thing is centering yourself. And then the next uh, core rule is something I call rewiring yourself to listen. And, and, and that's about accepting that none of us really listen with an open mind ever. One of my favorite quotes of all time comes from a fellow named Wilfred Bion, and he said, the purest form of listening is to listen without memory or desire. And what he meant is that when we listen with memory to another person, we listen with an old agenda that we're trying to plug people into, and when we listen with desire, we listen with a new agenda that we're trying to plug them into, but we're not listening to them. We're listening through our own agenda. And if you can realize that, uh, that we do this uh, and how it really gets in the way of getting through to people, uh, it, it, can, it can transform everything. If you remember the example of that business leader who seemed kind of agitated and rude, uh, and and if I had taken him on and said, well, you know, uh, if you're not if you're going to be rude to me and disrespectful, then I'm not going to meet with you. Mm -hmm. But instead, you know, uh, what I realized is this wasn't about me. He wasn't rejecting me. There was something else on his mind. Mm -hmm. Mark, if I can, let me use another example of exactly what you're saying. And again, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, two three years ago, uh, met with an 84 year old World War II veteran. 
he walked by a very stately gentleman, and you could tell he was an officer in the Marine Corps. And uh, I had on my Marine Corps cap, as I always do, and uh, as he was walking by, I said, uh, Sir Ken Dawson, uh, Semper Fi, and shook hands, and I said, uh, I'd be happy to buy you breakfast. And he said, well, I appreciate that, but I have a number of veterans in the back that I normally sit with, but I'll sit with you for you know a couple minutes. Two hours later, two hours later, we were still talking about himself and his background and how he was so honored to be with his veterans, but how he felt so much guilt about being one of the few survivors. And he was speaking to his veterans, some of whom he knew wouldn't even be here next year or the year after. And that kind of uh, brilliance in terms of where he was and where he's going and how he's going to get there and was just, he, he just had such a need for an audience, but someone else who could feel his pain and, and feel what he was experiencing and just letting him talk and listening to what he was saying. Just a perfect example of what you're saying. Yeah, one of my favorite chapters, uh, or favorite chapter of a lot of people, which is another one of the nine rules, and we're not going to be able to get through all of them, but there's a chapter called Be More Interested Than Interesting. Absolutely. And uh, uh, and I have a mentor named Warren Bennis, and people who know anything about leadership oh, know, know that name, and I am blessed to have him as a mentor. And And David Gergen, another person that he has mentored, has said that uh, when you're with Warren, he is a deep listener, and you leave conversations with Warren feeling that you're much more interested, much more interesting than him. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, and that's, that's really a key. I think what happens is out of anxiety, we often uh, try to get people to focus on us. Yeah. And then what happens is I think what they pick up is that we seem obnoxious, and I think what they also pick up is that we're not confident, we're anxious. And so often we're so interested in trying to get our points across or, or addressing our agenda, when in fact if we simply ask the question, how can I help you? What can I do to make your life easier or better? It just comes across as caring and sympathetic, and it just makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. I remember in that chapter, I, I had lunch with a young man and a young woman, a lovely, uh, they weren't married. They were, one was in, in insurance, and the other one, I think, was in uh, uh, some other service. And the uh, young man, probably in his late 30s, asked the young woman a bunch of questions, like, how'd you get into what you're doing? Um, what do you like most about it? And he asked some really good questions, but I took him aside afterwards, and I said, you know, uh, and the woman liked them. And I took them aside and I said, you know, those were great questions. It would have helped if you cared about the answers. I said, if I was a very wealthy person and you were trying to sell me something, uh, when you asked those questions, what I would have been aware of is that you took a sales course. And I think what you might want to do is care about the answers as opposed to trying to maneuver people uh, towards what you want to sell them. In other words, don't fake sincerity. Mm. Be interested. Yeah, very key uh, key area. Well, we just have a couple of minutes here, but I want to get into another uh, aspect of this uh, relationships, and that's the pitfalls of creating dissonance. Would you explain how dissonance works and how it can work against you on both sides of a communication exchange? 
Well, dissonance, you know, we all know what resonance is, to resonate with something. And dissonance is when we're not resonating, when there's something, the opposite going on. And what dissonance is, is when what we see and hear doesn't match what we feel. And then often, uh, when what we see and hear doesn't match what we feel, we pull back. And so what you want to do is be aware of the dissonance that you're causing uh, in others, and, and uh, you want to correct it. So here's an example. When you believe that you're shrewd, but other people see you as sly, or you believe that you're humorous and other people see you as inappropriate, or you believe that you're uh, passionate and other people see you as impulsive, or you believe you're strong and other people see you as rigid, that's creating dissonance. And so you want to be aware of that uh, and correct that. It was interesting. I remember um, I was helping a, uh, a CPA who uh, wasn't doing all that well, even though he was one of the most competent people uh, around, uh, and, and he wasn't forceful. And I said, you know, um, I think the problem is, is that people trust you but they're afraid that if they have to go up against the IRS and you have to go toe-to-toe with them, that you're not going to be strong enough to do it because you're so polite uh, and you're kind and whatever. And, and, and he said, well, I can't change my personality. I'm just not a pushy guy. And I said, well, here's a way to correct the dissonance. Uh, what you say to people is, um, you know, if you hire me, one thing you need to know about me is that uh, uh, I can be a killer, but I'm not a murderer. And people would say, what does that mean? And he'd say, well, if I need to fight for you against the IRS, I usually win because I cross all the T's, dot all the I's, and I'm complete. Mm-hmm. But by nature, I don't go into, into conflicts uh, liking hurting other people. Uh, but if you need someone to kill for you, uh, I can do that. And so what happened is that resolved the dissonance that people were feeling that they didn't know if he was strong enough. Interesting. And his, and his career took off. Well, that's a great example. We've got more to come, so be sure to stay tuned for additional insights on getting through to anyone. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. And get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. 
thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Listen for the right turn with J.J. O'Malley. It's an insider's look at America's fastest-growing motorsports series, the Grand Am Rolex Sports Car Series, presented by Crown Royal Cask Number 16. You'll hear about what happened last weekend and get a preview of what's coming up next. From the Rolex 24 at Daytona through Watkins Glen International, Mid-Ohio, Laguna Seca, right up to the championship at Homestead Miami Speedway. The Right Turn with J.J. O'Malley, broadcast live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Motorsports Channel. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are listening to total career success with ken and cheryl dawson do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're here with Mark Goulston, and we've covered incredible ground on his new book, Just Listen, Discovering the Secret to Getting Through to Absolutely Anyone. We've covered a lot of great techniques, Mark, and I wanted to make sure that we cover the one on um, the impossibility question. Tell us about that. Well, um, uh, I got this from a friend of mine named Dave Hibbard, uh, who has a company, Dialexis, in, uh, in uh, Anaheim, California, and I learned it from him. And basically, sometimes when you're communicating with people, uh, they'll go, yes, but, and uh, no matter what you say, they'll say, no, nah, I can't do that, or we don't have the time. And so my version of what the impossibility question is, is, is I call it how to kick but, B-U-T. And, and the idea is uh, uh, what you say to someone. Well, I'll give you an example. I, I, was on a, I was on a television show some years ago, uh, The View, actually, and I was talking about relationships there. And the segment producer uh, you know, came in and was miking me, and he did such a wonderful job. And uh, I said, uh, uh, do you have a couple minutes? Do you have a minute for another question? And and he was in a rush to get out, and I think he was worried that I was going to say, make sure you show my book and you chiron it and all that. And he said, what? And I said, what would be something that would be impossible for you to do, but if you could do it, could take you to where you want to get to uh, in your career? And he had told me, I'd asked him, where do you want to be in five years? He said, I'd like to be an executive producer of a show like this. And so I said, what would be something that would be impossible for you to do, but if you could do it, would, would rapidly take you there? And he looked at me and he said, why are you asking this? I said, I'm a psychiatrist. I ask questions like this. Just answer it. 
and and he said, um, if I could find out where Chandra Levy is and find her alive, that was the person who was found dead, I think, in Washington, and and get an exclusive interview with Barbara Walters, Barbara Walters would know who I am, because she'd say, how do we get this? And I said, okay, so here's the thing. What you're saying is if you could find stories that would be so outstanding that Barbara Walters would be curious who's getting us these stories, she would take notice of you, and that would help you in your career. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, absolutely. I said, well, now you know what you got to do. And then he walked out of the room, and I'm adjusting my mic, and he comes back in, and he's much calmer, and he says, you know, i got to tell you, Dr. Goldston, um, I've been in this job for different, uh, different shows for about 10 years, and that's the first time that someone, you know, like an expert, has ever asked me something that helpful. Thank you. And so the way the impossibility question is, it's a way of getting around uh, people saying yes, but. So what you can say to your, to your staff, if you're a manager or if you're a leader, what would be something that would be impossible for us to do, but if we could do it, would, would dramatically increase our results? And so, you know, they might say, well, if we could get this account uh, from this big company, uh, but that's impossible. Okay, well, what would, then the second question is, what would make it possible? Well, you know, maybe our CEO could contact their CEO because, you know, they, they kind of live in the same stratosphere, and maybe, uh, maybe there would even be a way where they could arrange something or some meeting with other CEOs, and that conversation could happen. Oh, well, that's great. Let's see how we can make that possible. So it's really two questions, isn't it? Yes. What is something that would be impossible to do, but if you could do it, would dramatically increase your results and your success? And then the person lists things, and then you say, so what would make it possible? Well, of all your winning persuasive methods, Mark, do you have a favorite that you'd like to share? Um. Well, I think um, I think one of my favorite things is is it's what I call the simple rule to solving any relationship problem, and and that's simply this: know when you're really upset about something with another person, they're upset with you, and if you can just pause instead of getting increasingly upset, and ask yourself, what's it like for the other person right now? Just even pausing to be curious about what it's like for the other person right now will uh, will immediately calm you down. I did that with my wife once. We were headed we were getting into an argument and then I, and it was going to escalate and I said to myself, "What's it like for her right now?" And I realized she didn't like these kind of arguments any more than I did. And so I stopped instead of escalating and I said, "Wait a minute. Um, you don't like these conversations any more than I do, do you?" She says, "I hate them." I said, yeah, I do too, because they can lead to us, you know, not talking in the rest of the evening. And I looked at her and I said, any suggestion how we can keep it from going there? And she's a real smart cookie, and she smiled at me, and she says, I don't know, but you're doing pretty good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mark, one quick story. Um, back to the Marine Corps. Um, one of the things I learned at Paris Island was how to become a man in 13 weeks. And for anyone who's not experienced that, and for the Marines listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's amazing how you can transform a person 
from uh, rich or poor, black or white, from Newark, New Jersey, or Los Angeles, or anywhere. And in 13 weeks, you become a Marine. And in that period of time, you literally learn so much about what it is you do. And to make a long story short, I became I was permanent personnel at Paris Island shortly thereafter and had the benefit of talking to a drill instructor about what it takes to become a man in the Marine Corps. And he walked me through the system. Absolutely fascinating in terms of how the Marine builds men in a short period of time. That's the kind of thing you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, this show has just you know, whizzed through because you've given us such great insight, Mark, and we appreciate your being with us today. Uh, we want to remind everyone to be sure to get our seven free videos at www.betterjobbetterlife.com. And also tell our listeners, Mark, how they can get a hold of your materials and book. Well, I do have a website, markgoulston.com, M-A-R-K-G-O-U-L-S-T-O-N.com. And if you go there, you'll see my blog. I also blog at Psychology Today and the Huffington Post. And uh, also you can get free resources that are exclusive if you go to my site and click on there, and you'll get some tips and even some videos that uh, some people seem to like. Well, I encourage everyone to get a hold of Just Listen because it will not only help you in your career, but also in your family life. So, Mark, thank be you sure so much for being with us. Uh, to our active military uh, veterans around the world, thank you so much for your doing. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you, Mark. We'll see thank you again you. next week. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.